Hello everyone, this is Ben with Slugcast, the one and only podcast made by slugs, for slugs. Hope you're all doing well and welcome to the third episode in my series, Staying Sane While Learning Remotely. Last week we had a great episode where we sat down with three UCSC musicians to talk about music, creating art during quarantine, and mental health. I had such a good time, I couldn't help myself but do it at least one more time. Today we were going to chat with two more young local musicians, but due to some conflicting schedules and some technical failures on the part of my microphone in it deciding not to record for an entire interview, we only have one guest today. But I am still super excited because it's a fantastic interview and I think you guys will like it a lot. So with all that being said, please join me as I sit down with local KZSE legend and producer DJ Serotonin to talk about electronic music, mental health, and Nicki Minaj. You guys are listening to Cherries in the Summer by DJ Serotonin. This just got released on their new album, Fruitful Blast, available on Bandcamp. Make sure to check it out. Deep in my heart, I know where to start. Finally, I'll search for you in the dark. Where we'll find all these cherries in the summer. Falling off the trees, smiling back at me. Deep in my heart, I know where to start. Quietly, I'll search for you in the dark. Where we'll find all these cherries in the summer. Falling off the trees, smiling back at me name where you're from what you do like i don't know whatever whatever you think is worthy of an introduction go ahead hello my name is dj serotonin that's all you really need to know about me um i'm from i grew up in the bay area pretty much from there i wasn't born here though i was born in brazil but i've like grown up my whole life in the bay area so that's like the closest thing to home for me um and pretty much all i do all i ever do all you really need to know is i just make music sit alone in my room make music watch anime i love going outside and uh exploring i'm just trying to get a broad scope of life experiences (laughs) great introduction all right so if we're gonna rewind the clock a bit from where we are now what are some of your first experiences with music that you can think of that could be like stuff your parents were playing that could be like banging rhythmically on the blocks when you were really young you know if you could try to go back like as far as you can What are some of your first memories with music? It's actually kind of hilarious because now I just remembered one of my first experiences, like actually trying to make music or at least like sing. Because when I was like way younger, I definitely wanted to be more of a singer than like an actual musician. Um, But my brother is a musician. He was like in this band um 
like a while ago called Appside. <laughs> he almost opened for the 1975, but this was like way back when they were even famous. But my brother was in a band and so I was always kind of taken out to concerts and stuff and he influenced like a lot of my music taste. Like the first concert I ever went to was Muse <laughs> when I was like 10. Um, and I would listen to so much like like Muse and like Paramore. Oh my God. Yes. Um, so those were like some of my first experiences and my brother, like when me and my sibling were little, like we would get together with him and he would just like play guitar and then we would like make up songs with him. Um, yeah, they were like really hilarious songs and like they were in Portuguese and like, it was just like kind of a, like fun little thing that we would do as like siblings um but that was like the first time i ever like really did anything related to music was just like sing with my brother or like um like sing to my family i don't know i would like do that um that was kind of like very early on like i was probably like six or seven i was very young um yeah so that was kind of my introduction to like a lot of music stuff was just like my brother um exposing me to a lot of like really cool bands um and going to concerts that he would play and just like dreaming <laughs> of like being some kind of um i don't know alternative rock singer <laughs> I had that experience too not like i mean not the whole thing but being young and being like i'm gonna be a singer like that's my path in life it's really funny because i'm a pretty bad singer but that took me like 13 years to grasp you know <laughs> like i convinced myself that i was super good but just if i ever sang in front of people i was like oh well, that you know that doesn't count like i know i'm a good singer it was just like when i did that solo for chorus class and i was horrible like i was just thrown off my game or whatever but yeah, that's funny. I feel like a lot of little kids go through the like, am I actually good at singing arc? Did you ever like record yourself on your computer as you were a little kid and then listen to her back and be like, oh my God, this is so bad. Or is that a me? <laughs> there was actually one time when I was like 10 and I reached out to like a recording studio in San Diego and I would like, so I recorded myself singing and like, just like me and my friend would talk all the time. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be a singer. Like I'm going to like reach out to these people. And I did like, I reached out to like recording studios and stuff like all the way in SoCal. Like what, how would I even get there? Like it was just such a dream of mine. And like, I was just already like, like inspired enough or like passionate enough to do something about it. So I was like, let me email these people already and like i'm like 10 years old and i'm like i'm like hi my name is sarah i like singing here's like <laughs> me singing and then they would just be like i think they responded to me and they were like yeah like you gotta pay <laughs> if you want to like record here and i was like dreams crushed because i have no money <laughs> actually really sick that's way you were way more um like dedicated than i was i just recorded myself singing um sexy bitch by cobra starship 
in my gra in my grandma's like in my computer in my grandma's house in the corner and then i listened to like the first two seconds and then i slammed my computer shut because it like startled me how bad i sounded <laughs> well because also it's tough like it was acapella there's no background music you know no mix or anything but anyhow oops um you already name dropped a few people like me using paramore but back when you were so that was when you were like six seven eight so probably when you're getting a little older to like middle school and you started forming your own music like musical taste do you have any what were some stuff you were listening to when you were growing up some like important bands um when you started to form your own taste yeah so as i got older i think my taste like really transformed um once i got into middle school i was really into making youtube playlists and um i would just like play music on youtube while i would play my little games um in middle school and i remember i made like exactly two playlists one was like for happy in love days and then another one was um sad mad days i know um but pretty much i like only listened to like pop like in that like phase of my life um but i was also like into kind of like um like third eye blind <laughs> that one song um that's like wish you would step out from that ledge my friend yeah i was like really into that song yeah but then I was like, I loved Kesha. I love Nicki Minaj. <laughs> of course, there's actually, there's like this really hilarious video of me on YouTube. Cause I obviously I was like trying to be a YouTuber when I was in middle school. Yeah, but there's like this one video of me and I actually like rewatched it the other day. And I literally started like rapping Starships by Nicki Minaj. And I was like, I was a barb like I've been a barb <laughs> so like I loved like Nicki Minaj Kesha like I was so into all of it and I loved that one song by Mike Posner cooler than me that yeah that was a banger um so I so my taste really grew into like more pop stuff and then i got really into like one direction so you know my pop taste never ended um but that that was like really all i listened to what are you listening to now could be like last like you know like couple years it could be like some stuff you got put onto last week you know what what's your current music taste like what's that yeah i think i've really grown my taste a lot because i think before i really was like stuck on like rock music for like a solid moment in my life and also hip-hop like i pretty much like once i got into high school but also like yeah middle school like all i was listening to like the only two things was like rock and hip-hop <laughs> um but then once i like left high school and like i joined the radio station and i actually got to like curate my taste more and like i actually tried to seek out music that i didn't normally listen to or i was just paying a lot more attention to music around me and like what people were listening to and just being really like attentive um 
to everything um but now like i'm pretty much like only listening to well i wouldn't say only i'm pretty i'm still listening to every like everything but like what i'm really into now and like as of like the last few months um i guess since this year started like i pretty much like have only been listening to like music that like my dj friends have made and like the like really like niche like hardcore electronic scene that like i've gone into so you know like just like break core jungle music like um hardcore electronic all of that that's pretty much mostly what i'm listening to um i've really got into like Bandcamp and like soundcloud obviously i feel like once you get really like specific with like what you want to do as a dj and like what you like especially um like i just started like my taste really got curated by people that i was interacting with and by like you know the djs that i'm like um associated with and like in the same scene and like that i interact with frequently um like i'm pretty much just listening to their stuff because like it blows my mind it inspires me like it's really what i like listening to now um like especially like i just love like supporting artists on Bandcamp. um i love like i just love like buying people's music like through Bandcamp because it's really just nice to have like your little library and like um you don't need to worry about like internet connection any of that and like especially like physical music um i've like really gotten more into that and i just think i've seen a lot more value and like um directly supporting artists that way and it's really like helped me curate my taste in like oh like a way that i really like um and so like let me let me name drop <laughs> yes let me name drop a few incredible artists that you know i'm just like so blessed to like be friends with and like be acquainted with um like i'm gonna shout out purity filter because that is like one of my friends who i like literally i bought like um i bought her album i bought all her whole discography on Bandcamp, which she literally has just for one dollar like their whole discography just for a dollar and i was like what obviously i paid them more um but once i bought that like their whole discography i was just listening to it for like a minute and i was like wow like this is just so good like it's just so good and like um really inspired me and like purity filter is just like so like they're just such an awesome person um and like yeah dope name and just like their whole like vision their sound everything i'm just really into it and you know i talk to them and like it's cool um to like be acquainted and like friends with these people and then also like mm, something else i've another band camp favorite of mine 
um it'd definitely be this one compilation of this one like hardcore electronic label kitty on fire records um they put together this um this series of comps called digipunk i think it is and i bought one of the cassettes that i think was like digipunk volume three or four five six i don't even know um but it's like it's like green it has green in it (laughs) um (laughs) um, and that compilation hands down one of my favorite like just like albums i guess but it's like a comp um yeah one of my favorite projects oh my god like when i listen to that like i could listen to that forever i could listen to it forever and like so many like um people i know are on it and just there it's just so good like y'all just have to listen to it um again it's like hardcore electronic lots of breakcore um but yeah that's one of my favorites and then god there's just like always so much um vertigo away another friend of mine um also makes really awesome music and i've just loved like all of her releases um and yeah i bought one of their cds and so i just i have these like all these physical pieces of music that i'm just cherishing so much because um yeah they just do amazing work and like also just great people and like i'm just really happy to like have like been introduced to everyone and just like actually formed connections with these people um so i just feel like i hold it all really close to me and so i just want to be listening to and supporting their music pretty much if we're gonna narrow um the time frame a little bit is there any music that sticks out in your head um that's been very specific to your like quarantined experience like could be music about there's been a lot of music like put out during quarantine that has been super sick or it could just be stuff that you started listening to during quarantine that's kind of like um yeah caught your attention stayed with you in these troubling times all right um i can definitely say that at the beginning of quarantine i was listening to a lot more deftones than i was before (laughs) um definitely like just an emo mood oh another one of my favorite artists um who i'm also like somewhat acquainted with um cartier god I don't know if y'all have heard of him, but you might have. You might have. He's collabed with um, Blade. So he has this one song, Let Me Go, one of my favorite songs, too. Um, But I he was like I found him when quarantine started. And when I started listening to him, I just couldn't stop either. Like he quickly like became one of my favorites. I still listen to him all the time and like just his sound oh it's just he does like i mean he does like rap and like um but he does like these like atmospheric like um like like trap songs i don't even know like it's just all the synths that he uses just like and like his beats too like i really just um I really like it and he's become one of my favorites um but yeah so i found out about him because he 
made that one song with blade and then i listened to his own to like his stuff and then i was like wow like this is so good like i never like would have thought of like making something like this you know um or at least like combining like atmospheric synthy music with like like rap beats you know but it's like that's like partially also like what i'm really into um i guess like you can also say more um somewhat like <laughs> emotional feeling like rap songs but like just very atmospheric um and just like i would say like lots of reverb <laughs> um yes um so i found him and it was like really funny because uh since i was really into him i like <laughs> me and my friend just like jokingly well we like made these earrings that like said cartier god on them and we just like and then we like sent him a video of it and then he followed us and then we were like oh my god oh my god cartier god um and then i like actually talked to him and um i'm hoping you know in the future to like maybe do a show with him or like throw something and have him play um because that would be really cool um but yeah i really got into him and then i also ooh, i'm about to name drop another very important um duo i guess um they're called me too so it's like it's in spanish and they they're like um colombian uh electronic duo but i found their music because of my sibling my sibling showed them to me and i really got into their music too like wow it's just so good y'all just have to look them up um specifically this one song salta and lada um those are both really good songs and yeah i found them at the beginning of quarantine and they also just like i think kind of influenced a lot of like my sound i guess i feel like a lot of these artists like obviously have influenced me just so much and how i want to like like make electronic music and like somewhat like combine it with aspects of other genres yeah <laughs> So how do you think that listening to music affects your mental health? Hopefully it helps. I guess it could go either way. But like, how do you think that those two things intertwine, consuming music and your mental health? Yeah, um, for me, I just always want to be listening to music. <laughs> um, like, if I could... I think I do listen to music like most minutes of the day, I would say. Um, I'm always just want to be listening to music all the time. And I think that with mental health, like it just helps me a lot. And like at least just to give me like put me in a space where I can just feel things and not like have to stress myself out in like putting things into words or like something that makes sense um i think that 
also partially why i make music is because i just want to express myself and like just in a way that you can just feel it and you just you don't have to put anything into words or like describe anything like you can just make something and like it's just all feeling i feel like music is just like all feeling and like expression um and so i feel like it just helps a lot with like mental health to just like feel things and not feel the pressure to just to find things for yourself or like make something that is makes sense um because <laughs> a lot our feelings don't make any sense like nothing makes any sense and so i think that music is just a great way for you to just like experience that and like experience yourself like authentically by how like you're being affected by how someone else is expressing themselves and like just feeling um like you're connected to how other people feel um and yeah i think it's a really wonderful thing and just how like music like connects so many people and how so many people can connect to it um i think that it helps us like process our emotions and just like our mental health in like a way that isn't so stressful or like definitive yeah that's like i feel like that's a great point a lot of people don't give electronic music its due i think when it comes to like connecting to it having feelings because obviously at least a lot of them they don't have lyrics and like i think a lot of people when they think of emotional songs think of just like storytelling like singer songwriter songs that are like really sad you know but um yeah like our feelings don't make sense and i feel like you don't have to like definitively define what you're feeling or what you're going through to feel connected to an atmosphere or to a mood or to whatever but going switching gears ever so slightly we've been talking mostly about like consuming and listening to music when did you start making music so i started really only doing what i'm doing now about a little over a year ago i started producing um making really like my own songs like march of last year um but i i've played instruments before like i i've like learned music for a while um obviously when i was like in third grade i picked up my instrument and i played and i was actually in band for like a really long time i was like I was playing from like third grade to like a sophomore in high school and I played like clarinet and then I did trombone but then I was like why is this so stressful like I love music but I don't want to have to be so stressed out when I'm making something or be so like anxious (laughs) um so then I lost my interest kind of in like making music then but then it all kind of came back when I like went into college and I was like oh i want to be a journalist and then i joined the radio station and then i was like i love making playlists and then i was like oh i want to be a dj and then i became a dj and then i was like but this isn't really really djing (laughs) you know like i was like i guess i can call myself a dj but 
this isn't really really what a dj does i mean it partially is like i think it's valid you know <laughs> but yeah yeah curating playlists um is the first step but then i was like i want to teach myself more stuff because i want to actually get into this and learn and mix and do a show and like all of that so then i just like made my own mix on like reaper and oh god like just looking back on it i'm like why <laughs> i'm like that was so cringe like i did not know how to mix um but it was the beginning you know and like that was like probably like like over a year ago but not not two years ago <laughs> um yeah and and then I got to producing music when like one of my friends hit me up and was like yo like we should make a song and I was like oh my god I've always wanted to make a song but I don't really know how to do that and then once I got together with my friend he really like taught me a lot and like he kind of we worked really well together um like for a second and then we stopped working together um because we kind of just like separated and like kind of went i went on to just wanting to do my own thing and like really getting my own thing down instead of having to like solely depend on someone else's like setup or like someone else's like um knowledge to get me to the place that i wanted to be so then i really wanted to become more like self-sufficient and like self-taught um but so i started producing with him and like he showed me ableton he showed me the synth the drum machine um everything and he just like let me play around with all of it and like gave me guidance and i'm really thankful for all of that you know like it really like got me into it and like just made me feel like i could actually do something and not just like sit around and wishing that i was doing something you know um so he kind of showed me some things but i still had a long way to go from there you know like that was like really really the first like one of the first steps because then after that i was like set on doing stuff on my own and getting my own setup which is like you have to get your DAW I was like I need to figure out how to use all of this and like how to make my own sounds and then you have to like figure out your musicality and just all of this stuff um and so I really grew like into all of this like but it did take a, a while you know like here I am like a year and like a little over a year later and yes i'm releasing an album on june 1st um my first album you know like releasing that like a little over a year later um but i still feel like i know nothing <laughs> you know like even though i've gotten to this point where i can make my own songs and i can probably make a song in like two days but i still think that i have a long way to go and like still so much more to learn and that's just what intrigues me about music and all of that is that there are infinite possibilities of what you can do and how you can express yourself so yeah that's kind of where i started and how i'm doing now
Well, that more or less wraps us up. Thank you so much for stopping by. And if you have any social media to shout out, any music coming out, which I know you do pretty soon, feel free to take this time, shout yourself out, let people know where to find you. Yes, well, I'm DJ Sarah Tonin, and that's S-A-R-A Tonin, not with an H. I know there's probably other DJ Serotonins. I know there is one other DJ Serotonin, but I can say that if you look me up on Bandcamp and if you look me up on SoundCloud, I will be like one of the first hits. If you do Google me, I will be there, like for sure. I've already tested this, like the optimized like search engine. If you look me up, DJ Serotonin, you'll find my Bandcamp, you'll find I have a Spotify. <laughs> my music is, some of my music is on streaming um, platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. Um, but I would say definitely pay more attention to my SoundCloud, which is DJ Serotonin, and my Bandcamp, DJ Serotonin. Yeah, DJ Serotonin on everything. And <laughs> yeah, so I'm releasing this album on June 1st, which is already coming up it's tuesday yeah very soon i pretty much finished it i just have like a little final touches to do but i've been working on this conceptually like i've been working on it for a minute now um and there's a lot of really awesome art that goes with it too because it's all about um like fruits that are like friends um it's called fruitful blast so like fruit and then full blast with an exclamation mark um and all the songs are like named after a fruit which um coincide with the character that has to do with it um and so yeah there's a bunch of really awesome art and stickers and prints that you can buy of all the different characters on my band camp yeah you can see all their cute little faces they're all so cute and like the art has been a really big portion of this so you should definitely check it out and buy something cool um because i would appreciate it and yeah lots of work and love has gone into this it has been just like my whole world honestly since like this year started <laughs> Um, so yeah, check that out. Awesome. This has been Ben with Slugcast. Thank you so much for sticking around. Make sure to check out the amazing artists we talked to today. Huge shout out to DJ Serotonin for being our one and only guest. It is a shame that we could we could not include the other great artist I was going to interview, but we will fit him in another episode. And this gave us lots of time to sit down with Serotonin. So make sure to check them out on Spotify and Bandcamp. Hope you found some good music to put on, a cool new local artist, some new album recommendations. Hope maybe you're a little inspired to start making some music yourself. And until next time, this has been Ben with Slugcast. I hope you have a good day. <laughs>